Hi, listeners. During our time of isolation, we have also stayed away from the radio studio, so I will be repeating some shows for a few weeks from 2016 and 2017. I hope you enjoy them and continue to listen to KBXL 94.1. Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Blessings, blessings, blessings to you this great day. Because this is a day the Lord has made, and yes, we are going to rejoice, and we're certainly going to be glad in it. Our Heavenly Father, bless this day. Bless every listener. Bless our lives. Open up doors for them. May they see you, and may they see you clearly. God, we want the Spirit of the living God to be on us. We want to be led by you. We want open doors for you, and I pray you'd use us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, folks, you know, we were in election year, of course, and all this stuff going on. You hear all sorts of things. And, and I know a lot of people, especially a lot of the local people, because of working at the state house. And there's certainly a lot of great, godly, good people out there. I mention them from time to time that I just love and appreciate so much. But uh, the important thing that we need to remember is this. The, the pursuit of God is very important. It is vital. In America, we watch the pursuit of God fade away and give into the world's ideas and ambitions, and it's a very, very sad fact. If you look at history, you see a roller coaster ride with years of great revival and spiritual renewal and years of, and years of spiritual poverty when God fell off the radar. And boy, we're seeing that right now. We're seeing a real spiritual poverty. We're seeing God falling off the radar. We're seeing church attendance nationwide going downhill because people have other things to do that are more important than worshiping the King of Kings together corporately. Uh, And we do all sorts of – we don't open our Bibles. We don't share with people. We don't live Jesus anymore because there's no need until something major happens and all of a sudden we come crying after him. People, let's get it now. Let's get it now. You see in Exodus when Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt and they worshiped Jehovah God. And then when things looked bad, they went bad and they chose to give up that which they knew. Very similar to today. When things are going well around, you know, everybody's on board and things are okay. When difficult times hit, they turn to other ways. Why? Why would we turn our back on the Almighty God? that we're going to spend eternity with if we love him, we live according to his purpose. Why would we do that? What is it that draws us? Well, I can tell you right now. It's the enemy. The enemy. Satan would love for us to turn away from God. That's exactly his aim. He wants Christians not to be Christians. He wants Christians to turn their back on the things they've known for years. I'm telling you today we need to pursue it relentlessly. Pursue God relentlessly. If we say God is number one in our lives, shouldn't it show? Shouldn't it show in how we live and our faithfulness? What really happens to us? Well, you know, when things don't go our way, do we react adversely? We need to figure that out because for the church to be the church and to be about its business all the time, we have to seek him. We want to know that your leadership teams in your churches, that the staff sincerely care about God's agenda. And at least in our church, we, we, we had a great talk this last week about where we need to head and how we need to be in the world. What ways can we be in the world as the body of Christ? Not within just the walls of the church, but the church is out in the community loving people, being about his business. 
You know, we don't take any decisions lightly. And I can tell you this, God has delivered over and over again through the good and the bad and the ugly of life. Do you have a hunger for the things of God? You know, when you're hungry, uh, you know, you usually get something. You know, this morning I was very, very hungry, and so I needed a snack. And and I I tend to, when I get real hungry, if I don't have enough blood sugar in me because of my type 2 diabetes, I can go into a low blood sugar, and I get very weak and shaky, and, and I have to eat something. Well, I think sometimes we have that for God. We are we are low in our relationship with him. We are we are hungering for him, but when we finally realize it, then we go after the things that we need, and that is spiritual nourishment, the things that God offers through his word, through prayer, through the church. If you've ever been on a hunting trip and you've walked all day long looking for that elusive deer, and when I say elusive, when I've, I've hunted over the years only a couple times, and I don't go with people because I am not good luck. Deer or elk, I go and nobody sees anything. In fact, they won't take me with them. I think it may be my scent or something, you know. But you, you're, you're hungry because you're walking those mountains. And I'm telling you what, I mentioned this a few years ago, one of the best sandwiches I ever ate, and I don't even eat this kind of sandwich, but I took just a bologna sandwich like with a little mustard mayonnaise on it, and I had it in, uh, in, I think in a backpack or something, and and I tell you what, when I was hungry, I pulled that out and ate. It was the best bologna sandwich I think I ever ate. It was better than a 12-ounce prime rib that I really enjoy. But I was hungry for it. We need to be that hungry and thirsty for the things of God that we pursue him with all our hearts. We let nothing detract us from the most important part of our lives, our relationship with him. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Is it more than just believing? Is it more than just saying, well, I belong to a church or I'm a member of a church? You know, but I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe he's the son of God. I believe he died for my sins. I believe he rose again. I believe the Holy Spirit's with me. I believe when he comes again, I'm going to be with him. Or when I die, I'm going to be with him because I have set my eyes and my sights and and I hunger for him. Do you hunger for him? When you think about that question right now, I want you to think very seriously. Do you hunger for the things of God? Or is it just a very passive thought? Oh, pastor, trying to make me feel guilty. Folks, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. What I'm trying to do is to hopefully create a hunger for you for the things of God. When you start relying on Jesus Christ to direct your life, great things happen. And when things aren't great that happen, God sees you through them. Psalm 63, 1, David cries out to the Lord. He says, oh, God, you are my God. Earnestly will I seek you. My inner self thirsts for you. My flesh longs and is faint for you in a dry and weary land where no water is. See, throughout the Psalms, David prayed this uh, similar prayer, earnestly seeking our Heavenly Father for direction. I hope you may, I hope many of you throughout your lives that you will uh, whisper prayers to God and throughout your days will whisper prayers to God that, God, I earnestly seek you. This morning, I got up at 3 in the morning. I could not sleep. I could not sleep. I think, uh, you know, maybe I had some tea last night that kept me awake or something. But so I got up, and I listened to uh, Hillsong's uh, worship team for about an hour on the, on the on my iPad. And then I turned and listened to some messages on, on leadership uh, by some by actually one of the guys was the pastor of Hillsong, and then listened to Bill Hybels and some other people. And I just said, Lord, just breathe on me. Holy Spirit of God, breathe on me, encourage me. So I spent several hours just with God in praying. And 
And I mean, I wanted to sleep. I just couldn't sleep. I was hoping to listen to that and I would go to sleep, but I just didn't and couldn't go to sleep. But I guess that's the way it is. But you know, he just wants us to whisper prayer. He wants us to be God conscious. He hears you. He's anxious to hear from you. He said he would never leave us, and he won't, folks. I used the word earlier in this message, relentlessly. To start this message, here's another good word. How about diligently? Diligently seek God. Well, what does diligently mean? It means working hard at seeking God. We need to diligently seek him. Go after him with all our heart and mind, because if we don't, the distractions of the world interfere, and pretty soon we are not seeking him at all. There may be many of you listening today that are in a spiritual dry spell. And you may be saying, Pastor, that is me. That is me. Maybe you are no longer hungering or thirsting after the things of God. Folks, it's time to get with it. It's time to honor God. I believe that. In fact, listen to the prophet Jeremiah from the Old Testament. In Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. he says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. See, Jeremiah got it. David got it. Many of you have it, and some need it. It's a choice you have to make. Things are interesting in life. When you want something so bad you will go the extra mile to get it, that's what God is after. Maybe it's that dream house you're in bidding war with someone. You want it so bad that the cost suddenly goes out of the window, and the next thing you know, you spend much more money than you'd planned, but you received what you wanted, your dream house. That is the type of pursuit our God is looking for in us. He doesn't want us just talking about him, but pursuing him, loving him, being about his business. People, if that's you today, I want to pray for you right now. Before I close, I have a couple minutes, but I want to pray for you. Our Heavenly Father, there's some listening today that, Lord, they're in a dry spell. Lord, they are certainly in a dry spell. And, Lord, they have not been faithful to the house of God. They have not been faithful praying or reading the word. They have not been faithful in the way they are living. And Lord, I pray that you would open up their heart's door, that they would see you, they would seek you, and Lord, you would open up great new doors for them. Oh God, be with them today. Be near to them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, some people say to me, Pastor, you know, I'm spiritually weak. I don't have what it takes to really serve God like I ought. Well, I have one word for you. Nonsense. Nonsense. God produces strength in weakness. Isaiah the prophet, great words in Isaiah 40, 29 through 31, he says, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Did you hear that? I better read that again in case you didn't hear it. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Folks, Isaiah got it. He understood the principle of chasing after God. We will soar on wings like eagles. On wings like eagles. Oh, every once in a while I get to go see big animals. I'm big birds at some different things. You know, and and we saw a while back a, a eagle soaring real close, and we could see how majestic it soared and how pretty. It was an incredible scene, like a plane coming in for a landing. He coasted to the lake, and he picked up a large fish. 
with his talons, and he flew off. It's probably a pound or two pound fish, a big, big fish. It was in a lake outside of Eagle. It was awe-inspiring. You know what? God is with us. Many times, our own private prayer times, we sense the awe-inspiring movement of being with our Creator, and that's what He wants. He wants you to have a sense to go after Him with all your heart, to seek after Him, to thirst after Him. Thank you, folks. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.